want to just kind of start off with the on a kind of heavy note, you know, with the kind of the most, I guess, um, I don't even know the word to say, but, you know, the most sad uh, thing that's kind of happened um, over the weekend. Um, and that was uh, XXX Tentacion's death. Uh, he was uh, just murdered. In his car out in uh, was it in Miami? Yeah, say so he was like leaving a bike shop, a motorcycle shop, and somebody jumped in on him and um, was trying to stole his bag, uh, like one of those Louis pouches, um, and then shot him in the car. Um, and so that you know, when I, I kind of got that news, I think the day that it was happening, bro, I was like maybe like zoned out on some. I was doing some work and I had like turned off everything and I was working and then. Um, one of the homies called me and he was like, you heard this, have you heard this shit about XX, X getting shot? Uh, they said he had died. And I was like, nah, shit, I, like, I ain't heard nothing about that. Uh, they was like, well, shit, I, I was calling you because I was thinking about it. if anybody would know, uh, it would be you. As soon as I opened up my Twitter, mm-hmm. I think that was when they had just, like, everybody was just announcing that, um, that he had, in fact, uh, died. And, I don't know, man. It, it just had me feeling the way, bro. I was kind of shook, you know. For whatever reason, I, you know, I, I really like this music, um, and you know, I could see he was kind of like a polarizing individual. You know, he had a like a lot of, you know, I guess he was a more what you would consider to be a troubled kid, a troubled youth, and we were kind of seeing, we was kind of seeing everything unfold, you know, right before our eyes. Um, and to see that kind of happen, I wasn't I wasn't really expecting that because, you know, I think we talked though the last uh, maybe the last podcast about the whole climate now with the SoundCloud rappers and the trolling and, and all of that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. this is you, you never want to see it come to this, but this is like kind of the results of. This is the kind of the first time we've seen this. It, it, it's happened and, and gone to a level beyond. Uh, just the internet, and so I don't know. I was I was kind of bothered by it, man. Um, what, yeah. what was what, you know? What was your thought? Because that's something we haven't even talked about. That yeah, it just kind of happened. We hadn't even got yeah, to it was, discuss it yet. It was crazy. I mean, I didn't, I didn't even listen to his music until the last album um, that he put mm-hmm. out. And when I heard that, I liked it. You know, it was a lot of good joints on there. He was way more. He was way more talented than I thought he was. Um, yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, it was yeah, it was crazy because I was a lot more fucked up about it than I thought I was. Like just for me not to be really a fan of this nigga music and not really know him like that. At all. He relatively new. I don't really have no uh, attachment to the nigga. But you know, mm-hmm. I had just started listening to him and then. Like you said, he is pretty polarizing. You know, I've, I've seen, like, a lot of the, um, like, the shitty accusations or whatever about him and mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that he allegedly did. Um, I've I've seen a lot of that stuff just kind of float around the timeline and different things like that. I would, I would see, like, headlines or whatever, but I would never go investigate or do any research because I ain't give a fuck. I, mm-hmm. I, I really didn't care. Um but 
you know, I also have seen videos um, where he was talking and I was always trying to just actually click on some videos where he's actually talking because I just wanted to see how much of an idiot he really was or, you know, that was he as bad as people were making him out to be. Mm-hmm. And all the videos that I saw, which was probably only like one or two, um, I don't know, he just he's seemed like he was, you know, on some positive shit. You know, or yeah. you know, he he recognized that he he was he was fucking up, but you know, he was just, you know, he just seemed a lot more positive than people was making him out to be. So, you know, I have I didn't wanna judge too hard because I didn't really know that much about him. But like I said, I wasn't I wasn't expecting to be that that fucked up by it. And then especially kind of how, you know, how you I was becoming naturally defensive when I would see people on the Internet talking crazy and doing the shit that they be doing. Yeah, bro. This, <laughs> it was it was just crazy, man. Like, I don't know, just to see kind of the response, you know, I don't, I don't know that we've seen the Internet kind of react like that to somebody's death. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, I mean, but, I don't think we I don't think we have seen it, but I think since I think ever since I think this era that we're in right now, whatever era, whatever you want to call it, I think this shit started with Trayvon Martin. Yeah. And so so since then, like the way like this just society and people have I don't know, like you you can notice definitely like a dark turn, bro. So we probably haven't seen nobody, you know, celebrate or talk shit about somebody that died like this, but it it didn't surprise me at all just because of this era that we're in. Yeah, bro, I think it's it's a it's a it's a crazy thing because it seems that we're like really like desensitized to stuff. It's just cause you get to see so much stuff on the internet. Just to, it's like a bad episode of like Black Mirror. They was, you know, people was just like filming. So you mean in the it's car. like a regular episode of Black Mirror? I guess, yeah, pretty much a regular I episode. I love bad because that's the whole kind of theme is how technology. Yeah, it was like an episode of Black Mirror. The fact that nobody, I think I, I seen a uh, a post from like a nurse, one of the nurses that like was working on it. Uh, that was treating them and they was like telling the story about how people nobody called to, or checked this post or like that people just sit there and filmed mm-hmm. uh what was happening and so we're in this time now where you know people are just doing stuff to get likes and to kind of get clout oh i need to be the first person to have you know the video of this up yeah. because people are gonna want to see this and so i don't know it, it it just it's just a weird time where you know, to see that and all of it is a part of like desensitizing us because we see people dying on, like, right on the internet, like every Man, day. Man, I wonder like, if that shit new and we're just kind of, you know, we're just on this big spike because all of this shit is relatively new, and it, you know, eventually it'll balance out. Or like, is this shit just gonna be shitty, <laughs> or no, are, I mean, are we just gonna have to adjust to the eventually? Shitty? Eventually, I feel like it's gonna be censored. They gonna get to the point to where they can censor certain stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's just the way I I see it kind of happening. Uh, it's just not technology in place for them to be able to like censor things like that in real time. Uh, maybe like video or visual, but you know they already kind of moderate your com the comment section. Um, 
to for like offensive content mm-hmm. uh, or like sexually sexual content and stuff like that. So they moderate the comment section and put those comments like on Twitter. Those comments are under like a uh, a wall. Yeah, um, you, that you got to click through to kind of confirm that you don't mind seeing it. And so I, I imagine that they would start to censor that stuff in some kind of way. But you know, um, just to see, and I don't know who's responsible for this. Or this uh, this whole like new culture of like trolling. I think when you got people like academics and you got a lot of the media networks that that are thriving off of like this type of adversity is making like that's why all the rappers and the antics that, that people are doing to get to get noticed is so popular because you gotta be doing that for those publications to to cover you, you know. Um Yeah, I'm not so really sure when that started, but I definitely feel, you know, that's it's more to focus now instead of actually trying yeah. to, you know, be talented or whatever. And I mean, it's not new at all, but man, it's, it seems like that's the most important thing today. Yeah, it's just an interesting dynamic because what I was, um, I set in on this uh, class one time for the Cincinnati, it was like for Cincinnati Music Accelerator. And yeah. I said, you know, the Accelerator class was like a lot of artists and they were talking about this. They was like, well, I don't I don't know how to do social media now because I don't want to be like that. You know, I don't want to have to do all of that stuff to get noticed. Like, right. And I was like, well, yeah, I definitely understand it. Well, they was like, they, they don't use social media like that. I was like, but you got to use social media. I think we in the beginning of this stuff. So that's what's getting the most clicks right now because we in the, that's just what people are doing. And that's what the publications are covering. And so as we, as we continue to evolve and grow uh, into this digital age, you'll see coverage happen for more. You have more di- more publications, more diverse publications that cover more variety of things that's happening, like more positive stuff that, that artists are doing or whatever it is as we continue to grow. And I think it'll, in some ways, level itself out. But the fact that, you know, we have people now, people have, the media companies have exploited uh, the culture in a sense to get us to this point to where people had to do all these answers. And the thing about X, was that he, I think he started off, he would, I would equate him to similar to like Takashi 69 He was always in the news every day for some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. But, he, you know, you've seen that kind of taper off. And, you know, um, he was, you know, it was, it was crazy to see all of that different stuff, like coming out about him every day. Uh, I like read some of the stuff. It was definitely uh, disturbing. Um, but at the end of the day, you won't, you know, justice uh, to be served and him to have to pay his debt to, for whatever he had done. If he, if he was convicted, you don't know, you never want to see somebody die. Right. Know? And so for the people that's praising, you know, happy that he's dead and like pushing that, push, pushing that message and that narrative. I just don't think that that's right. Uh, I can understand people feeling the way, but I'm always a fan of, you know, tell me how you feel, but don't project your feelings on me. Like, don't put me in a box because you know I had friends hit me, um, and it was like, man, I'm in some, I'm in a, I'm in a, a weird position because I got like controversy because I posted like R.I.P. to X, you know, and now people are telling me because I uh, am vocal you, about you a rapist, bro. <laughs> yeah, they saying that you because you do that, then you're standing against the people who we violated. You're standing against the LBGT. You're standing against domestic violence victims and stuff like that because you're standing with him and by telling by telling him the rest in peace, by highlighting his death. 
And so I was like, That's you know, I just don't, I just don't <laughs> understand. I just don't understand. I don't understand that. And uh, the best thing that I could tell people, I, I told them, I was like, bro, sometimes you got to tell people to shut up. Like, because, like, do it don't. Your opinion, we in this time now where everybody got an opinion, but the worst people is the ones that try to attack you with their opinion and their feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, we could have a conversation all day. You could be like, man, I just, you know, I don't feel no type of way about it. You could say that I don't even have a problem with that. You, you, I, don't, I don't feel no type of way about it. Uh, I just can't support anything that's going on with him uh, because of these things. And we can leave it at that. We could either have a dialogue or we can leave it at that. But don't try to put somebody in a box just for what they do. Like, this is this is our life. Like, we cover music culture. Like, this is what we involved in. Now, maybe we might have some ignorance towards um, some of the stuff that's happening or the, what's happening with the victims because we haven't had a chance to dig uh, deep enough into their story to, to know everything that's happening mm-hmm. uh, because that's not just what we're exposed to uh, through the people that we follow or whatever is going on. I'm I'm okay, hundred percent okay with you bringing shedding light on that and talking to me about it, but you know you don't have you you don't you're not able to make a decision about where I stand uh, because of what you feel like. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, especially like social media and like that's really all social media is today. It's not really uh, a sharing of opinions <laughs> anymore, or. I don't even know if it ever was. That's just a cast in the stones. It ain't a, it ain't a dialogue. And so yeah. I see a lot of people saying, man, I don't know why. I don't even know why I even thought that I could come to here and, like, have a conversation. Yeah, Something exactly. that's productive. It ain't, it's people just casting stones. And that's fine. I just want to see people be more vocal, you know, just at, at points when it's not, when somebody dies, not the time to say that. Like, you just don't, don't say nothing. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm, I just niggas lame <laughs> at the end of the day, bro. Like that's the the bottom line to it. Like I don't feel like there's any reason to celebrate anybody dying, but yeah. you know that's just that's just me. I don't really care what they did. Yeah, it's okay for them not to feel away. I mean, it's fine. Like, yeah, like I'm not telling you, you have to be mourning and sorry. Yeah, yeah that's you don't cool. Care, so you don't care, but I think it's just a it's a proper way to do to do things. Uh, I'm trying to figure is was was worse is when you know you don't care and then you go around telling niggas that you don't care and if they show any (laughs) sign of caring yeah then you go and start yo this this that like people the homie was like man people aren't following me they was like well I'm a I'm a I was a victim of domestic violence it's like okay like you know I'm sorry that those things happened to you. That's, I'm, I'm definitely open to talk about it. Like, share those feelings with me. That's, I think that that's great. Like, to, to be able to talk about those things, to help me understand how people that I know have may have been effect, affected by things, to educate me. Uh, you know, some things I have to maybe have the responsibility of educating myself on. Uh, but you know, when things are closer, you know, when thing when people bring things closer to home to you, then it allows you to be able to empathize with it in new ways. Like when people are convicted with things. Or for things, uh, that's that's usually the moment where you be like, all right, well, fuck that guy. Like, uh, we hadn't got to that point. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't get a chance to get to that point. So I think, you know, it's just I think it's a it's a sad story. I think it uh, affects. It's gonna, it has a great effect on the culture. Um, I seen somebody say that X 
XXX Tentacion is going to be this generation's uh, Tupac. And I haven't had enough time to like really like marinate on it to to know how I guess to develop a full comment comment, but I just thought that that was interesting because I do see that the, the impact uh because of his music he was big on like mental health um like you said, I wasn't like a big fan the, my first introduction to him was that uh look at me some and the whole thing he had going on with Drake because he was like Drake had kind of stole his his mm-hmm. his flow or something. And so, and then it, it, it was followed by a whole bunch of antics, him just going back and forth. I think he might have been in jail at the time mm-hmm. uh, when I first was introduced to him. So I was like, okay, it's another, you know, SoundCloud rapper, weird looking kid with the, you know, uh, half blood dreads, half yeah. like tattoo. You know, yeah, and the face tats and stuff yeah. like that. So I wasn't really paying attention, but I did sit down and listen to his, that, I guess, it, I don't know if it was his first album. The, uh, the question mark joint. Nah, that was the that was the yeah, recent one. Yeah, that, oh, the first okay. album was seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. And if I listened to the that, the question mark it, joint was the last one. Yeah, the, the the question mark was the last one. But I listened to seventeen, and there was some tracks on there. I was like, okay, this kid is talented. Like he didn't strike because he wasn't. He did that. That showed me that he could do like the hits or the mm-hmm. SoundCloud rap and like the turn up music. But when you started to listen to like the seventeen thing, it showed me like this. Oh, that he was really talented. That he could do even more than that. That he he had like. Uh, a, a range, a broad range of like things that he can deliver from a musical perspective. And then his last, I don't know, his last joint that uh, question mark, I don't know, it was hard, bro. I listened to that man and that. Yeah, it took it to another. Uh, it was, it was like really good music, you know. I was listening to it, and it it like touched me, bro. Like I, I listened to that uh, actually uh, very frequently. It was in like heavy rotation. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, I like I like the messaging. I think it was good for people, you know, in this space where a lot of people dealing with, like, mental health stuff is good. It was just cool to see, like, somebody really, like, doing that and displaying that through their artistry. Um, and so, I don't know. I just think it's just hard to, to kind of uh, digest some of the stuff that has happened. And I don't know. I don't know what, how we got to this time where people are just, <laughs> you know, where people are on this whole wave, it's like a lot of hate. People need something to hate so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I guess what I got to do is uh, is take a page out your book and exercise my block button a little bit more. It's the best route, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely agree. That's the best route. Fuck it. Yeah, um, but it's always interesting because I try to like, you know, obviously I'm gonna give my opinion on stuff. But my opinion is my opinion, and it don't mean like I'm all I want to have dialogue. Tell me to say, all right, well, help me understand something. But you can't put me in it, put me in a box trying to put me in a box and projecting some stuff on me is the quickest way for me to be like, fuck out of here. Like, yeah, and, you know, you block me, I block you. You unfollow me, I unfollow you. Uh, we don't fuck with each other no more, then that's just what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, not for real, man. I mean, who cares about. You nigga, <laughs> don't matter, bro. I can do just fine with the rest of these niggas. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man. I think we're gonna we'll just leave that there. Um, if you up to it, I I advise you to go and listen, you know, to a little of his music, um, and just share your thoughts, you know, back with us on what you what you if you liked it or you didn't like it, or if you got any. Um, other information about some of the things that you had discovered about him, definitely share it. Like, 
we like to have you know dialogue about it. Yeah, I mean but, his music is is straight. That's what I don't think he Tupac of this generation because yeah. I think Tupac was a lot. Tupac was way bigger than this nigga. Um, mm-hmm. Number one, so I mean I think that's the most obvious. But I think um, I don't know. Maybe maybe that might be the only thing he wasn't as big, so he didn't have as big an impact as Tupac. But to his fans, bro, like, the homie, one of my homies got off work, bro, came to the crib, and I was like, yo, you you see X died, right? He was like, yeah, man. And my nigga proceeded to go in the bathroom for, like, two hours, bro, and I'm hearing, like, he just bumping that last question mark album. And mm-hmm. it, I don't know. I can just see how much it fucked him up because he's, like, a real fan. I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I can just see how much it fucked him up. So I don't know, bro. Like maybe he is Tupac to them niggas, bro. Like I know his music yeah. good. Tupac music was straight. <laughs> <laughs> we not we not gonna do that today. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, man. Moving on. Yeah, we ain't gonna do that. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, with anybody, if the fans connect with it, I just seen how the fans connected with what he's doing. And that has to say something that he did leave an impact in. So, you know, it's just it's it's sad to see nobody deserves to get their life cut short. Um, despite you know he's a young kid, you know twenty twenty years old. Despite some of the stuff that he's done, um, you know I've seen people posting stuff about um, Maya Angelou and you know and uh, Malcolm X if they would have died at this age, you know what their story would have been. Yeah, and I I mean. You know, people provide the information. I don't know how much that those things really matter. They they just trying to justify and and say, well, you got it. You shouldn't just hold him uh, to the things that he had done. Let him. You know, he probably could have had the the chance mm-hmm. had he had he lived to have a great impact in the world. Now we'll never know. Um, but you know, that's all I really got really got to say. You know, say about that topic. Yeah, man. Um, so let's just move on to something a little lighter. I want to talk about like some of the new music. So we had shit. This this has been a crazy month. First off, like June. I don't know that I don't know that we've had a, a month like this in music. Yeah, uh, you know, since I've been following music heavily, maybe you know back in the nineties, you know, maybe. But since nah, I've been not, following not music. One month. I don't know that we've had one month like this in music. Nah. All the stuff that's happened is it's just been crazy. And so I mean I wanted to kind of start off with some of the albums that came out and just kind of talk through, you know, what we thought about them. Um we can start off with the uh I guess the Nas album. Um, how how did you feel about that? What how you you how you listened to it? I uh, I listened you, to it. I liked it, man. I'm not even gonna lie. Um I I'm easily influenced. I ain't gonna lie. So when I heard it the first three times by myself, I liked it, man. Like I like the beats. It's really, I think it may be one song on there that I probably skip or some shit. But then I started hearing like New York niggas and real like hippity hop ass niggas talk about the album, and they weren't really feeling it that much, and they mm. made. And they was talking about how, like, Nas don't really sound good over 
those particular Kanye beats. They too slow. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, that's a good point. And when I heard it again, I could see what they what they were kind of saying. But I mean, I still I still like it. It's my second favorite of the uh good music joints to drop so far. I think um the Kiss Ghost is probably the best one to me. Or it's my favorite. Um but yeah, man, I think I think Nas project was was solid, but I liked it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's cool. I definitely put it in rotation and listen to it. I don't know that it met my expectations of what I was expecting to hear from like Nas and Kanye collaboration. Right. It just, um, and you think about Nas, like a lot of the tracks he got, he got like legendary classics, mm-hmm. you know, tracks that are timeless. And I don't feel like, no, it's not. I'm talking There's about. I'm talking about. Women say it's not one classic song yeah, on that. On that. I don't, on that I don't think there's one classic song on this. And so, um, I can even think back to when he did the Life Is Good. Yeah. Was that his last album? Yep. You know, he had that a couple was... tracks on. Like I remember, Stay. That shit was just so hard, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. It was something about it. I, I, I never. I, I can go back and listen to that today and still feel the same way. That I, when I first heard it, uh, on this one, you know, at this moment, you know, after probably like three or four listens, I, I don't, I don't hear a track that that'll stand the test of time, you know. Um, and so for that reason, I don't know. I just I give it a a lower grade, but I think if we talking about a, if we putting it against Nas's discography, then it, it would be. It, it would definitely get a lower grade, but if we put it against the music that's coming out right now, I think it, it fits perfectly with what's happening right now. It fits perfectly into the formula that, that good music was kind of doing with this whole rollout. Yeah, um, I mean, I think it goes back to what I was saying at the beginning. I don't know if I said it on the podcast or we just had a conversation, but you're not, you're gonna have to listen to all of these albums, like all, however many, seven of these albums or however many. How many are they on? Like five, 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 but we don't know. He, we seen Kanye pick Saha and told him to get his seven tracks. No, ready. we saw Kanye. We saw Saha say, "Oh, okay." That. Kanye well, said that. Somebody said, it. "Yeah." So I don't know. Saha ain't I, putting out no damn. Album, I would bro. definitely think. I hope that, not. <laughs> um, I would definitely think that they probably gonna got more in the chamber, but they starting off. But my, I think my point was like, you're gonna have to listen to all, all of these albums to be able to 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 appreciate one of them. You know what I'm saying? Yay yeah. sounds so much better if you listen to like Kids He Goes after it or in front of it. And mm-hmm. the same way with, with Daytona. I think Daytona is I don't know. I think musically it might be like the most complete. It got the best combination of bars and beats on it. Oh uh, yeah. For for me bro, Daytona is the hardest is the hardest out of everything. Yeah, that's it's the I'm hardest saying. shit that then came out this well that then came out in this whole little stint that happened. I'm still fucking with Cole, uh, super heavy. Uh, but Pusha T shit is my favorite. It's like, it don't have no flaws to it. It's, it was executed, like, perfectly. Yeah, I I think that is definitely the best one out of the good music. I think, I mean, I prefer Kids See Ghosts better, and then I like if I had to like rank them right now, I like Kids See Ghost, and then I like the Nas joint 
second, mm-hmm. just based off of how much I've played them. Like I, mm-hmm. I played the Nas joint a couple times. Um, <clears throat> and to be honest, like with Daytona, I felt I literally felt that same way. I was like, man, this is this perfect. It's not one flaw on there. But then after everything else started coming to, coming back, it kind of got lost in the shuffle a little bit. Yeah. So it doesn't yeah. really take anything away from that. But like if you think about so my right now my favorite project to come out this year is Trouble. Yeah, uh, yeah that's hard. That's, that's hard. I think that's the hardest joint to come out this year. That shit stays in rotation. And like, you know, I feel like, you know, nothing has impacted me like that except for J Rock's album, which came out yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. That shit is hard, bro. Now J Rock, I've been listening to that. Um, that shit bumped everything out the rotation, bro. Like that's yes, it's, full spin. I'm gonna put him up in right now in the top albums of the year. Uh top, uh just because I mean, there's a lot of tracks on there, but it's hard. Like J Rock's flow, uh his his bars. But it's crazy though, because it's not a lot of tracks. It's 13. That's it's, average. It's thir- it, but yeah, you know, in this climate, in, you in know the climate saying? where everything is it's like yeah. twice the size of exactly. everything else that's coming out. Exactly. So, that's, that's weird. <laughs> they creating that kind of weird. It's still not definitely not long. Yeah. I can only imagine a nigga dropping like a 17 track uh, album now. Right. You know? Like 3 Six Mafia and them niggas they used to do back in the day. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> that would be crazy. Yeah. Um, and then you had Chris Brown. What he dropped? Like 45 songs? That's like. And then put out a nine song bonus album. My nigga had 54 <laughs> song album. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's the that's, fuck. That's and I'm crazy. still not done. Still ain't listening to all of that. I'm not gonna um, listen to that shit. There's no way. Uh, but yeah, I think J Rock. I'm still really like sitting with it. I didn't listen to it like two or three times completely through already. Uh, but so I'm still unpacking stuff in it. But as far as like execution, I would say that you know we getting what we expect from what we begin starting to expect from TDE bro like, listen they, the the way they did that was was fire bro his whole rollout from from the time uh kings did drop when they was promoting you know the black panther soundtrack them niggas been 100,000% j-rock like his rollout been crazy I fucks with it yeah no TDE man like we got to start having a conversation about if they the number one label in the game. Oh, that ain't no conversation. Is it? And I, definitely they are, I mean, I, I mean, don't know, I don't who know number two? Feel. I, feel, I feel like they are. I there's, don't know. Nobody putting out better music. Nobody putting out better music than TDE as Ooh. far as quality and just the, the overall projects. They, I mean, okay. So, put. I would say, who's number two? Because uh, I couldn't even think of no other crew right now. Well, I mean, you got good music. I would say that they well, I guess, <laughs> they yeah. making they they making they surge right now with what they doing. Yeah, it, um, I think it's it's hard to look at them, even though I mean, yeah, you're right about that. But the reason why they didn't come to my mind is because all of them niggas was like superstars individually, and then they came together. So it's it's a lot different than TDE, yeah. which all of them they start, they started as a collective. Exactly. But yeah, that's a good that's a good answer. But I I still think it should be unanimous. That TDE is number one. Um, uh, yes, it's, it's definitely unanimous for me. I think it was probably like a year ago this time I made a made the TDE appreciation playlist because mm-hmm. I was like, man, you know, somebody gotta like. I don't. I didn't feel like people was talking about them enough, bro. The quality, what they doing, the execution. It's like that whole like operation, next level. 
Yeah, it's crazy. You know, everything they do at next level. And I don't know, like, I'm interested to see. I feel like this album is going to be like J-Rock's moment. I think the shit may get nominated for a Grammy. Yeah, uh, I can see that. You see how they're doing with Q. And I think they just, I don't, I'm, I'm excited for his album to come out now because both of his albums that have came out have been Grammy nominated. He's my but favorite in TDE, I believe. Mm-hmm. Like, not like his swag. He's, he's like probably swag. my like, favorite nigga in TDE. Nah, yeah, I definitely like, I like uh, Q. I like his swag. I like, yeah. But yeah, man, J Rock album, like, top to bottom. And one thing I've been noticing that I'm really starting to like is uh, Kendrick as an EP. Mm-hmm. Um, this nigga's style is and like his taste as far as um, you know putting together albums top to bottom is is it's starting to get crazy bro like from you know to Pimple But well shit if you start at uh, his first album I can't even think of the name of that shit right now. Like uh, good kid, man. Good, good kid, man. City. Yeah. yeah. Or you or section. You got section eighty. Yeah. You I don't can, know if we consider that to be album. Nah, man. That's that's when mixtapes still existed. They don't exist no more. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean, so if you start from good kid, man, and you see the way this nigga put together albums, going from good kid to to Pimple butterfly, then to damn, and then the damn uh. The soundtrack, like that's that's crazy, bro. The soundtrack sound like a Kendrick album, and then he EP this J Rock album too, and you can tell, you know, everything's just seamless. And man, it, it's hard. Like I, I would like to see him EP a lot of a lot of different projects. Yeah, this should EP a Nas project. See if we can have some beats <laughs> on it that this nigga can rap on. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you're nice. He said people don't listen. What did he say on the line? He said people don't listen for his production. They listen for the words that he delivered. Shit, me. Uh, but, you know, Nas. He, he got think, the wrong motherfucker. Yeah, I wasn't necessarily disappointed. It just, I just expected. I didn't know what the I was expecting, like, next level shit. I wasn't but expecting I, anything next level just because of Kanye, to be honest with you. And, and if you really, well, I don't, you know how I listen to music. So I'm not even going to say that. Nas disappointed me like lyrically. I I guess I can understand why maybe some people were, but him and he didn't disappoint me lyrically. Like all I wanted the nigga <laughs> to do was stay on beat, and he did. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but you know, I I I do get it. Like I don't know if that was the best selection of beats for him. Well, and Nas just may not fit the that format because you know they on this whole format now where it's like, now nah, uh, he can't make it real time. It's real time. It's, yeah. It's you know, it's not perfect. They it's it's intentionally flawed and, and shit like that. Where they nigga might just made the beat right before right he not that while type he of was rapper, rapping man. and shit like that. Yeah, he not so he not that type of rapper. He might not just fit in that in the mold for that. Yeah. So and I think I, don't know I would put project. more of it on Kanye, man. Just Yeah. I mean, but it I don't I wouldn't consider it to be a, a flop. Yeah, yeah, not like not that. not it's a weird, a weird. flop. I wouldn't even say like it's a bad necessarily a bad thing. I just think that it may have missed the mark of most people's expectations. And I don't think that's any fault of Nas's. I just think, you know, that the collaboration with Kanye just didn't work out the way they probably wanted it to or the way yeah. they maybe thought it was going to work out. Well, I think also... Or he, Nas, thought it was going to work out. Yeah. Also, I think this whole thing when you announce that you got an album and two, three years pass by before people get it, it, that never works in the artist's favor because he announced that his album was done on the Khaled project, the uh, the um, project yeah. with the Nas album done. Um, mm-hmm. 
I don't remember what the name of it. It's like was. two projects. Grateful. Man, grateful, thankful, righteous. <laughs> fuck. We need yeah. to have a conversation about DJ Khaled as well. We're going to add that on the list. <laughs> okay. And this man uh, got 12 albums and they all bad. They be going platinum though. I don't give a fuck. They bad albums. Yeah, that, that last album was... I ain't listened to that but once. <laughs> it was stinky, bro. But anyway, yeah, he been putting too many artists on. It's too much happening. Yeah, oh, man. I, I I think I don't know, man. He ain't. I don't think he. Yeah, whatever. His album suck. But I think that's a good segue into that like that whole like Beyonce and whole thing. Like usually they get together. We don't see them. We hadn't really seen them come together on songs. But on Khaled album, when you bring them together with Future. Yeah, and, and I that's think how that I got I the know. key shit was hard, but that, I don't know, the top, what's the top, top, top off? Yeah, bro. Yeah, I don't know. And that's what I, I'm saying. I ain't, like, really, I ain't really fuck with that when one. When I heard, I so Shiny, I fuck with Shiny or whatever, but oh, when yeah, I heard Shiny, it, Shiny, it yeah. was just like, all right. And then when I heard Top Off, I was just like, no. And I started thinking, maybe Jay-Z and Beyonce don't need to be doing records together. But... Yeah. It's Khaled. Khaled stinks. <laughs> He's he sucks. Yeah, he just I think he fit into the, like whatever this uh engine is uh for he the I won't call him an industry clan. I won't I won't jump out the window and say that because he's been putting in I'll say it. May been putting in work for years, bro. Like so I ain't gonna say that about him. <clears throat> he just fits he a into a different kind of plan. He fits into the mold of like a promotion engine, he like a marketing engine. He fits into that really nicely, and so you know he got the fan love. He got all these people. Yeah, um, he not a so plant, he but just, he, he just he is a, he's definitely a bona fide. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not taking nothing away from him on that front. I just, I mean, as far as everything that he does, I fuck with Kelly, except for his music, the <laughs> shit that you know should be the best, but yeah. it's quite the worst. Yeah, I mean, I feel you. Um, but, I, like, that's what I was saying. Like, Beyonce and Jay-Z proved it wasn't fucking them. Kick his ass out and look what they give us. I mean, so you fucking with the, the Beyonce and Ho album? Oh, that, boy, that shit's amazing. You like it? Boy, that, yeah, 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 yeah. They, I think, so me and the homie Wood had a conversation because we were, we we revisited you know, those two albums, uh, Lemonade and 444. And basically, you know, I was saying how I didn't like Lemonade because <laughs> that shit. Matter of fact, I had I was at your crib when it came out. Um, mm-hmm. And me and my girl at the time was going through some shit that didn't have nothing to do with what Beyonce was talking about. But she made it seem like it. So I ain't really like the album. And then once I was thinking... I listened to it again and like took my girl out of the equation. The part that I didn't like about it was it felt like I was like, damn, bro, you just gonna sit here and bash my nigga this whole album? Like it was a whole album for that shit. But yeah. um I think after listening to it a couple more times, like I started thinking differently about it. Um, because I didn't listen to it at all, of course, because it wasn't on Apple Music. So I've only listened to Lemonade. I've listened to it definitely less than ten times since it's been out. But a lot of times it's been more recently. And, you know, I've definitely changed my tune on it. But I couldn't really figure out, you know, what was different about it now. And Wood kind of said that, you know, 
Beyonce and Jay Z are in this, I guess, this atmosphere where the people, like, we're a very, very small part of what they got going on. I say we meaning like black people, even though mm-hmm. we could be, we're probably their biggest fans. We might not necessarily be their biggest supporters, yeah. just because. Um, if you just want to say everybody fucks with Jay Z and Beyonce, it's more white people than it is us. So basically, mm-hmm. you know, they they doing a lot of shit for 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 white people, and I don't think that there's nothing wrong with that. And he wasn't saying it like it was nothing wrong with that, but he's basically saying that they've transcended the space where they can rap from other people's perspectives like they've done that so much and uh the audience that that they're targeting they don't really understand that concept i don't think and i had to do a little bit more research on it but the music that they listen to bro they talk about real shit all the time like country music and you know the shit that they be talking about is the shit that they really go through in real life and I, yeah. I realized that, you know, this only us, like the, the hip hop culture and, you know, just I guess the black culture, because, you know, it's in like R&B and, and, and soul music and shit like that. They'll like sing their heart out about some shit that never happened to them or they'll rap mm-hmm. about some shit that never happened to them at all. Yeah. And we accept it because that's just, you know, we un- we understand it and we get it. So when you put it in that perspective and, you know, he started talking about, you know, that's why they really had to. That's the only way that they can could, could go. That's the only angle now. Yeah. And I don't know, it's just put it in such a different light because Lemonade was such a real-ass album that it forced Jay-Z to put out 444. He couldn't put out nothing else. He couldn't put out <laughs> nothing else. Yeah. And, I mean, a lot of people saying that's one of his greatest albums. I think that's my favorite in my lifetime. I mean, all his albums came out while I was born, but shit. Uh, I was four when reasonable doubt came out which i think mm-hmm. that's what everybody like most of the hippity hop niggas say that's his best shit mm-hmm. but i was four when that came out so i think 444 is like reasonable doubt to me because i never went through none of the shit that he's going through I, mm-hmm. but it's still relatable you know what i'm saying i can understand you know where he's coming from he rapping his ass off and for them to put that shit together and then, you know, because they still on the same shit. They still talking about real shit. After 444, bro, I really believe they could have did anything that they wanted to. They could have went on a totally different angle. But, you know, I feel like this was like the best shit that they could have did. They came together and it's like, yo, it's all good. Like, we had our public this and that, you know. But now, like, it's all good. Like, this how you do it. Yeah, bro. I, I mean, I, I agree with what you're saying from the standpoint of, you know, I always allude to this, like, real-time shit that Kanye's doing. I think they doing it, too, but I think they doing it the right way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because we don't hear from them, but through the music, like, right. we hear from when Kanye get on, he get on Twitter and go to TMZ and shit like this, where he, yeah, yeah. you know, we, we, we don't hear from them, but through the music and I mean, what else can they really? They they when you've been in the game for twenty years, what else can you do but rap about you and, and what you're going through? Yeah, that's the only real way shit. That they gonna, that's the only way they're gonna be able to continue to have the longevity and continue to be able to like you know. They said that Hov might is like the oldest rapper. Yeah, he, and, he was he was a part of the first generation, you know, uh, 
maybe rap, you calling them hippity hop. Uh, he's part of that that first kind of uh, beginning era that you seeing him evolving. So he's taking this shit to where you know he talked about rock and roll and how you still got like all the rock mm-hmm. and roll artists who you know sixty and seventy and still doing rock and roll. This is the first that we've seen like that. But I think the only way that you he can continue that is that he will have to rap about and do music that's really happening with his life, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, and, watch, it, and watch us grow with him. And so Lemonade, I, I can't say that, I mean, I, I ain't really listened to it. I listened to it one time. I watched the whole thing, too. Yeah. But I, I didn't never, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't for me. That's <laughs> what I said. That's exactly. Matter of fact, I think the first time I watched it, we both watched it together, and we mm-hmm. both had the same response. Like, I mean, this shit not trash, because it's Beyonce. I don't think she could put out some trash. But, yeah. you know, it's a, it's not for me. And so I never really listened to the shit again. And then, you know, after listening to it, I guess with fresh ears, a different mindset, you can yeah. kind of, I, I just respected how you real respect it was. You respect that little bit more. I respected how real it was. And then once I was able to respect how real it was, after that, like after you get past that, bro, it's Beyonce. It's a Beyonce album. And yeah. all them shit's jammed. So, no, I, I agree. I think when I listened to it, the space I was in there, I want to go back and listen to it now because then I think I have a, a new appreciation for it. But yeah, then exactly. I was just like, it wasn't for me. But I think if I go back and listen to it now, I could like live in life a little bit more, you know, mm-hmm. I can listen to it with a different, yeah, yeah, to the, and, you know, d- you know, dealing with life and relationship and stuff like that, it'll allow you to be able to like listen to it with a new ear. And, and the fact that, you know, I think I had one of my friends, she had hit me up. I, I might have posted something from Hove. I don't remember what it was. She was like, Oh, it was when the 444 came out, and she was like, I just don't agree. It seems like everybody's praising Hope Ho for admitting to his faults and stuff, but nobody gave Beyonce any, you know, she did whatever, you know, the people do now. She was like, yeah. nobody cared with Beyonce, and that just goes to the fact that it's always okay for guys to do this, and it's, you know, women always have to be in the background, and she she was just giving me a whole spill. I'm not quoting her word for word, but it was, yeah, it was yeah. that's how I felt, the words that she was saying. A bunch of bullshit. She was coming in. And I was like, I feel like people in that moment, the ladies was was it was like an uprising. They was all like, "Fuck you, niggas," you know, like bro, like, shit like that. Women won't women won't admit, but they do everything Beyonce tells them to do. They not gonna admit it. <laughs> them niggas probably don't even realize it, but they yeah. they do everything she tells them to do. When she told niggas to put a ring on it, that's. All them niggas fell in love with getting married. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, I they they do what we whatever Beyonce tell them to do. So yeah. I just I don't know, but I think you know, and we've been on this shit for a minute. But just to wrap it up, like the album was good. That nigga Jay Z still rapping his ass off. He's apparently writing his ass off too, because Beyonce mm-hmm. was barring niggas up as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, she she tried to bar him up a couple times. Can we talk about how like Beyonce ain't the only person in the world that makes this nigga home look not look cool, man? Bro, listen, <laughs> why is that about your woman, bro? She make every, your woman can make you look corny at all times, bro. I mean, I guess man. maybe that's how you can tell if you got a real one, bro. To be yeah, if, yeah. If you look cool with your lady, she cheating on you. <laughs> she ain't the one. This man looks so corny in that goddamn eight shit video, boy. To me, have the, the the little pictures that was going out, people was you know, ah, uh, yeah, that was like, man, You could tell Hov ain't really want to do this. He, he cheated, 
She had the nigga asshole naked, man, in the bed. He cheated. Them the rules. <laughs> so, you know, he got to do what he got to do. But he was, he was, I think he's a smart man, though, because not doing it would be even a worse mistake. I mean, yeah. They're not looking cool, so. I know you, you – did you, did, you did you catch those J-bars? Uh, yeah, I, I caught him with which, – which one are you referring to? On the, the one where he was, like, uh, addressing the wedding? Yeah, the, the wedding. Or, you know, they allegedly been saying that he was talking to him or Drake on the one where he always shoot. Hove always shoot the bars about telling niggas that they ain't really bosses because they don't write checks. You know they yeah. They I always thought he was talking, somebody. I thought he was so. I thought he was talking more to like everybody that's not him, every rapper that's not him. Yeah, that kind of that kind of like shit on title, low key, or you know that you you know just yeah. and and do all this other shit. I think he was I, shitting on most people. I think. You know, or if you ask Jay Z, that's what he'll tell you. I think it was a little bit of esteem in that bitch for Drake because yeah. well, he had already gave him them lines a while back. Yeah, I, know, I mean, so give him, give him yeah. some more, give him to him again. <laughs> give I him think, some more. <laughs> I want to get back to the the yay shit, but just to touch on this for a second, I don't know. He made the comment about niggas not wanting to come and work with title. You know, he the only black on, but they they don't want to work with him. I think for niggas it's hard, bro. Like, not for me. But I can see how it'd be hard. People got a lot of pride, bro. They, do you think they want to come around and let home like sign them? <laughs> you know, they want to just keep letting the nigga sign them. Yes. And get the, and get these bars off, bro. You know, yes. They, they gonna, I, that's why I mean, have you noticed every nigga that he dissed and or that's tried to diss him, they work for this nigga now? Or yeah, or I mean, they don't got no choice. I mean, he got the biggest platform. That's what I'm saying. And so they gonna go I, back and do it. If, but if in, he in the moment, stay patient. You know, they ain't gonna have a choice pretty soon. Yeah, either. But <laughs> it worked for him, but not when they in they in they light. You know, a lot of people that's going back and work with him, he got the platform now, and so he giving Fat Joe, he giving uh Jim Jones, Jim Jones, he giving uh, all these people platforms yeah. uh to way to get their voice off. And so, but people that's in the prime, like a Drake or you know, whatever to come work with him exclusively, I'm all about. It. I remember at first, you know, I was on this whole shit where I was like, you know, well. We know what title kind of sits at in the marketplace. Yeah. But for me, I was like, man, I would love nothing more than to go and work with my people, bro. Yeah, exactly. And then to go and work with people, you know, who just trying to support, who don't understand the culture, who who just exploiting everything, who don't get, uh, who don't get me. I think that regardless of titles, uh, place or market share in the space that he needs, they need more people, more creatives, more tech people to come in and, and contribute to their operation because it, it can grow. Yeah, uh, I, I, we, I we really want to know his vision. Like, because he didn't have title longer than I thought. I thought he would have been inflicted by now. So I'm I'm really trying to understand or I mean, see if I can it, figure no, out the he, long... He loses, he loses power if he flip it, though. Yeah, I know. Right now, he own, he own his own streaming company. Yeah, I know. Like, and see, that's what I was saying. I was thinking that at first, like when title first came out, I didn't fully understand, you know, and the, the grasp of streaming and all of that shit back then. So my first thought was, oh, yeah, he going to buy this shit and flip it like he did the next and then, you know, be on to some other shit. But... It's clear that that's not the the plan now, so yeah. I'm, I'm wondering, you know, what what's the long term play? But I I think ultimately, you know, the shit might have to get bought, you know, just depending on how the numbers keep doing. But the longer he can hold on to it, I think it's just better for the culture in general because it's black owned. Like if you think about everything Hov doing, mm-hmm. he owned it, bro. Yeah, and so he's not gonna go. Well, he may go and do certain things. I think 
this gives him a lot of leverage in the space, you know, um, because he could sell this shit at any point. And, you know, I'm pretty sure they feel offers uh, here and there. Yeah. But, you know, he going to be a billionaire. So it ain't about getting, saying he a billionaire. He going to be a billionaire. He probably already won. We don't really know this. You know, the numbers probably say yeah, nine hundred million or something, but right. he's gonna be a billionaire. If so, I had so nine hundred million, million I'd tell a nigga I was a billionaire. <laughs> what you <laughs> gonna do? Of course. And so uh, it's only a matter of time, I think, the more he sits on it, uh, and if they get it right, they do it, they do really good content. So they already doing that well. Um, I think, you know, it's just difficult to play in this space. So it's gonna be some some different uh it's gonna to have to be some different partnerships that they do, but he secured himself when he did the. Um, I didn't really like the uh, Sprint deal, but you know to say that all the Sprint customers now get access to, and I don't even think I thought it was free, but I I think you just get like six months a six month free subscription. You don't get it for free just for having oh, Sprint, okay. so they give you yeah. like six months for free. Uh, but I don't know. It's gonna be. I think he definitely should sit on it. I think. What we got to do is like creatives is try to figure out how to contribute into it. Like that, that's what I said myself. I was like, damn, you know, obviously Spotify is the the giant. You got to work with, you know, that's who you want to go work with. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, as I get a little bit more deeper into this tech shit and into the music space, I'm like, I don't know if they really be working with your people, bro, because when, when the time, when the shit get hard, like everything, they, it gets hard at times. Is is no better people to have than people who understand how to you know who understand what you're trying to do who understand your experience who understand the culture you know all of those things because those are things that really matter when you're trying to kind of accumulate the right resources to be successful. Yeah, you know I I don't know it's gonna be interesting to see. Yeah, um, I think that's a good segue into like we we did they did announce that he became like. Uh, Creative director of basketball operations uh, at Puma, which they kind of came out of out of nowhere for me. But I I was I was up on the shit, man. Well, I I didn't have no information. It just made too much sense. Um, I'm the brokest sneakerhead in the world, so <laughs> in my mind, I got hella shoes. I just ain't bought them yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I I keep up with like sneaker brands and shit like that a little bit. So I knew that Puma was trying to get back into the basketball shit. Um, once I heard that, the first thing, well, once I heard that they was trying to get back into basketball, initially I I didn't really have any type of reaction to it. Um, but when they signed, who was the first guy they signed? Uh, Marvin Bagley or DeAndre Aiden, mm-hmm. both of them. Yeah. And one of them, or maybe both of them. Is signed to Rock Nation once. So once they said that they signed them to as like athletes, signature athletes or endorsers or whatever, I knew it was a pretty good chance that Jay Z had something to do with this shit because every athlete that they have announced or that they had announced before announcing that Jay Z was gonna be creative director, every athlete that they announced that they signed, and every fucking celebrity that they signed got something to do with Rock Nation. Yeah. If you think if you think about Marvin Bagley and DeAndre Aiden, I don't I think that they signed the Rock Nation. I don't wanna be wrong. But I know Rudy Gay is. He signed. Mm-hmm. I know Big Sean got a Puma shoe. Meek Mill. Uh Meek Mill got a Puma shoe. So it's like 
it was it was easy for me to really put that together. I I knew that he had something to do with it. But they said the nigga was president at first, but I yeah, think yeah. somebody was just speaking off the record. But he yeah, actually yeah. created creative director. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting because you know it's it's just making all his he at this point now where everything is like aligning. You know where oh I got the the Rock Nation Sports the management company so. That just gives him more leverage on why you should bring why yep. as an athlete you should sign with them because I got I'm here at Puma we getting endorsement deals partnerships with brands um, and so it's interesting to see where things are going as far as you know I've always been the person saying that brands are about to start partnering with athletes artists um, entertainers influencers in all new ways uh, just because of how things are shaping with like you know like big box retail like the malls and stuff. People don't really shop in department stores and things mm-hmm. like that anymore. People are all online. And so as those kind of, you know, continue to, uh, to kind of fall, um, you know, where if I, if, if I, how does Levi's matter? You know, if I can't go to no space in a JCPenney or a Dillard's or a Neiman Marcus or whatever and go get Levi's because nobody's, I don't go there no more. How do Levi's matter? And the only way that they can matter um, is to collaborate with influencers and people that's trying to make jeans. Because anybody can make a good quality pair of jeans. Now, any celebrity, any influencer that want to start their own jean company is at the point now where you can make it. And so mm-hmm. the brands are going to have to start taking a back seat uh, and become like a distribution partner for yep. all of the um, artists and, and creators who want to uh, get into the space and create products. And so I think that the landscape is definitely changing. It's interesting to see stuff like this happen. I think they say creative director. I'm not sure how much creative stuff he's going to do versus um, just setting up, you know, more business. It seems like it's more business oriented than creative. But, I, you know, we could we could call it whatever it is. He just kind of directing them. Uh, because I can't yeah. see, I, I mean, can't he's see not gonna be in a designer shoes. Yeah, I can't shit. see him being in like Kanye, like like Kanye doing for Adidas. I think it's a it's a different dynamic not as far not. as the relationship that he's gonna have with Puma. He won't be like designing shoes, but stuff. But he would be um, facilitating a lot yeah. of a lot of new uh, kind of initiatives, uh, if you will, within that within that organization. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm a I I actually fuck with Puma. I'm not a hype beast. And I think that's one of the things that's probably going to annoy me. Puma hasn't been, you know, ingrained in these niggas' mind as an established, you know, shoe brand that's 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 cool to 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 wear and to rock and shit like that. And so I wonder if they're going to Steph Curry these niggas because, and the reason why I say that, like Under Armour legit has some ugly ass shoes, but I think that they were starting to make some strides, I guess, once they started with Steph Curry because they realized he was the biggest star that they ever had. Yeah. Um, and I think they they had they was up against the A bar anyway, just because they underwarming and they trying to make shoes that they want people to buy. And the internet just killed them for it, just off the strength. And then, you know, you go into the next one. They're going to kill you because your last one was trash, even if the next one not good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm hoping that it's not a situation where no matter how – because I saw the first shoe that they dropped. I like them. I ain't, never, I ain't seen nobody else say that they like them. And <laughs> it's, it's like, bro, 
You talking? You talking about Puma Under Armour? I'm talking about Puma. The, Puma, okay, the new okay. Puma shoe. The new okay. Puma shoe that they dropped. So the first shoe, and I don't know if all them niggas gonna be wearing the same shoe. That would be trash. But they dropped the they dropped the first shoe that they gonna they they that they're gonna release. And it was nothing but bad reviews about it. And it made me think like either I'm just really really terrible at my taste, or. <laughs> <laughs> Or everybody else is shit. Well, I mean, you—it's It's always hard to, you know, um, just decipher things in this space because you don't know if people just trolling because it's Puma, you know. Yeah, or, I think I, yeah. I think maybe that's what I was trying to say. I don't want people to just be trolling because it's Puma and not actually give the damn designs a a chance. But, I mean. Who else? I mean, I feel like they're making good moves. I mean, who else would you go to get if you want to make your shit look cool? Nobody, like, nigga. You got Jay Z. That's what I'm saying. Who else would you go get besides Ho? You got Jay Z to, to change around the perception of your brand. Yeah, I mean, we are gonna see if he can do it. I personally think he can. I think you know, I mean, obviously that's that's is probably the goal to to compete with the Adidas and the Nikes and shit like that. So I think gonna, are we gonna I, see some? Uh, are we gonna see some new S. Dot Carters? We sh- I hope not. <laughs> we ain't gonna see his new hoes new shoe. I mean, you know, he rocking he rocking the the, the Clyde joints. You know, mm-hmm. he got I think he got one of those. I don't know if that's his own signature shoe. He may okay. step back in there. I, I I just don't see it. I see if anything, you know, he'll just be focusing on getting one of these young niggas they they first signature shoe. Um I don't. I don't think he'll be the first one to put it out. Whichever one of these rookies that he's signing is the most successful, I guess. But I, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see how they how they go about that. And then you know, especially like with you know all, all of these niggas gonna be wearing the same shoe. I guess it won't be that bad because it's not like their roster is full. Um, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I do think that. Um, you know, it's it's a good way uh, and a good alternative for some of these guys. You know, so they won't have to feel like they only got Nike or Adidas to choose from, or going overseas to like the leanings and you know, peaks and shit like that. They got that overseas bag. Yeah. Um, I think trying to think where I want to go from here. Um, we should be on the like fashion tip. You want to talk about? Virgil's uh, first show with uh, Louis Vuitton, or yeah, or got the polo. I think Polo Ralph Lauren that did some some weird shit where they had like a a red bandana shirt, and people was yeah, niggas started talking about they was uh, trying to appropriate gang culture. Yeah, exactly. They gotta shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I don't, you know, I don't know if it's that deep, but I definitely think that they pay attention to what's going on. I mean, and, of course, and they do do stuff like that to see if it's. You know, if people will buy it, because you know, if, if you on the internet every day and the hottest, the the hottest Takashi Six Nine is on saying blood, blood, blood. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you? Videos. And if he throw one of them joints on, how many kids is gonna go buy it? But I don't. What I like to see from these brands is to bring more like diverse creatives within the organization because they ain't got people. You got all these people that's talented, or you got all these people like from the. The, the people that's creating content, the people that's shooting off uh, these tweets that's, that's popping and um, making black Twitter kind of go viral every day that the yeah. corporations are stealing from that. Like, they need to hire they need to hire more people instead yeah, of trying I, to copy I, that, you know, copying that with their in-house team. 
they got to put us, they got to give more opportunities out to these people instead of like, because it ain't going to be cool. You know, people will tell you when the shit cool and when it ain't. And I, I think that the overall consensus would be that that shit was not cool. The the polo shit? Yeah. I don't, I it wasn't, it wasn't that deep, bro. I don't think that, I I think that maybe, yeah, like, like you saw, like somebody in there was smart enough to know, like, all right, if we put this shit up, niggas gonna blow because, like, you know, it's a fucking red bandana shirt. It's it's blood. It's, I I guess I get it. It's hard to it's hard to not know how you can't see. Like as somebody, that's your job to make that decision whether to put that shit out or not. It's hard to you know fathom you not knowing the impact that it's gonna have. But at the same time, <laughs> I don't think that they. I don't think that it's like a. Hey, how can we get black people to buy our or more of our shit? Or I don't think it was in this particular situation. I know that definitely happens. I think in this particular situation, it was that was just a smart ass idea, bro. Like you can't you I, really can't deny that shit, man. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I don't know if it was smart, bro. I, I think it's it's smart. It's a smart idea, but you need somebody equally as smart in there to say no, don't do that shit, bro. <laughs> I mean, he's equally as smart but, and say, don't do that. The same industry and the same creative, the creativity that was behind this, here's how we can, like, actually make something that's, that's, that's actually, like, dope as far as, I don't know, I, I won't go as far as to say that they should, oh, instead of doing that, how about they do some way, do something to create a documentary and highlight um, some positivities of, people coming together for the gang culture, you know? Like, how do they do that and, and put their brand on it, you know, in a, in a sense of how, uh, trying to take what's happening and show these, these sides coming together and, and, or some positive aspects of it. I don't really know. Uh, I mean, that would be good in a perfect world. But this, 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 world, this, this, this world definitely ain't perfect, and I'm telling you, whoever decided to make that fucking shirt it was saw that shit and was like, man, niggas gonna love this shit. Yeah, bet. I mean, I right, bet put that shit out. at this point. I don't know. If, <laughs> at this point, I don't know if brands do stuff to just get conversation going on the internet and what kind of spike they see in sales when they do that, like the, seen, the, the, the IHOP shit. But I don't know if they doing it just to create conversation on the internet or if they really trying to sell them shirts. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess like, I can see it both both ways. I just think, in my opinion, them niggas weren't giving a fuck about like from the initial standpoint. I think that you know, like I said, they they saw the shirt, you know, the the design or the idea, and was just like, well, you know, all them blood niggas gonna like this shit, or you know, or whatever the fuck, and they was just like, shit, all right, bet. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> I guess I can. You know, I guess I can't understand why that's probably not the best idea, but shit, I just, I don't know. I don't know. When you're doing stuff like that, I just don't think it's the right way. I think it's a segue, it's a good segue to the next thing we were talking about, Virgil and Louis Vuitton. I just think that they're doing it the right way because of what Virgil is doing, like the message that Virgil is sending, he's not like traditional designer. Uh, he didn't go to school. He's not a design kid. He went to architecture school. Right. He started off just creating like screen printed graphic tees, but the message that he's trying to send, like, even, you know, when they started the whole, like, Ben Trill bread, 
and when you listen to his story, he was like, well, we did this, and it was like designed kind of poorly on purpose, you know, just so we can you inspire can the youth. Everybody. To, so everybody can think that they can design shirts, you know. And when you start to do stuff like that, that's those are the things that kind of shift culture, you know. And as a brand, I think Louis Vuitton was very smart to bring Virgil into the fold and to let him kind of give him the space and the resources to really create and go ham. Because I think what we about to see from Louis Vuitton is gonna be like next level. Just cause of, I don't know this nigga Virgil. I don't even know he he like he like an anomaly like. I don't even know how this nigga got enough time to do the shit he's doing. Yeah, he doing a he lot of shit, He's designing a collection. He's designing <laughs> a, a, a furniture collection with Ikea. He got Off-White, who they did a, a fashion show maybe yesterday. Mm-hmm. He, you know, the head of design for the men's at, at Louis Vuitton. Uh, this nigga doing this shit with Nike. He got the collab with Nike. He designing the shoes for Nike. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, he, nigga he just, I think it. they just launched a, a Beats One radio station. Oh, um, but. Yeah, yeah, they just launched a, a Beast One radio station. I think it's him and Ben GB. Mm-hmm. And that's his that's his homie. And he just putting all his homies on, bro. And yeah. he got the store. He got the store with uh Don C in the RSVP gallery out in Chicago. I don't mm-hmm. know how much they do with that no more. Uh but he putting all his homie on. He made Ben G B. He made him the uh, head of music at uh, Louis Vuitton. Oh wow. Yes. <laughs> and so <laughs> he just they just putting the homies on and I just think Man, I seen that little moment him and Kanye had where people thought people were thinking that, you know, Drake said the whole line about, you know, he holding them back. You know, maybe, you know, we can call it whatever we want to. Maybe he was holding them back, or maybe they had a larger vision that they were trying to get off with the uh within uh Dunder and the uh Yeezy brand. But I don't think I don't necessarily know that Kanye was trying to just straight up hold that nigga back. No, that was just some rap talk. Yeah, bro. that was rap talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, just to see them have that moment. Yeah, that was they, crazy. They, what they did, they was in, they interned. It was, was it Fendi? One of the, yeah, it I think right. it was Fendi. It was one of the guys. They was just always the weird kids that were wearing weird shit. Uh, you know, back in the day, and people was looking at them crazy, and just to see that full circle moment where, you know, this man just launched his first collection with Louis, Louis Vuitton, right. which is like the like premier fashion house. Uh, I just think it's dope, man. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it was super dope, that, man. Seeing that, bro. Yeah, he had that. Uh, when he did his first shoe, which was inspired by like the Jordan Three. Mm-hmm. I like, I like Virgil's whole like design perspective because I, I was watching this talk with like at, at Harvard. It was either Harvard or Columbia, and he was talking about his design language and how what he believes in is only like changing a design, like three percent or something like five percent. Okay, I believe he said five percent, and so it's like he teaching this whole new culture of like hacking. He, that's what he said about the Nike shoe. He was like, I just essentially hacked the shoe. And basically, it's all about he's going to he's gonna take this new generation and we're going to create things from the... This is how you're going to start to see collaborations. And I think he's forging this new um, kind of movement to now help brands understand how they're going to partner and survive as things change. Because it's going to come from, like, how do they make it more uh, easy for people to create their own stuff from with their brand, right? You know, collaborate with their brand or create their own T-shirt. This that their brand, you know, yeah, allowed them to be able to design. Uh, so I think I just think everything Virgil. He's like one of my favorite people, you know. 
somebody that I would really want to work with, he definitely right. be at the top of the list and learn from or like, you know, apprentice under. Yeah, definitely. He seemed like, you know, a, a, a nigga with so much different shit on his plate, bro. I, like you said, I don't understand how he has the time to do all this shit, but I was happy for my dude, man, just because I'm a big EA fan. And so I've been hearing about Virgil and Reps for a long time now. And just to see, you know, where all these niggas came, you know, I've been in Don C and all the niggas, bro. It's, it's crazy just being a, a fan of Kanye and kind of seeing how his his friends and a lot of these niggas there, you know, he was rapping about being friends with early in his career. They just kind of blossomed into their own shit. I think that's dope. Yeah, I think it, I definitely think it's dope. I mean, that's the whole fucking goal when you're doing any of this shit. Like, mm-hmm. especially for, I just say for like, you know, black people, it's, or maybe it's black males, I don't know. It's just come up with the squad. Yeah. Um, it should yeah. be, man, just because we, we, we're still a long way behind, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, in the, in the grand scheme of things, we're still a long way behind. I mean, if you think about think about how many niggas, how many black niggas in the NBA, right, that got like multi million dollar contracts, and and how far behind still we are, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like we, I, I feel like we should do whatever we can to make sure that you know our homies on if 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 they can be on at at all, you know, and you got a position, they can yeah. they can be in, you know. I, I think I feel like it's almost a responsibility. Hope said the best. He always saying things that you know we measure success based on how our friends living, you know, mm-hmm. not, how, not how you living. Just because you made it, like if your friends still starving and shit like that, then you just ain't you ain't you ain't hit it. You ain't hit that that level of success yet. Man, was he talking? Yeah. Was he talking about Drake? I know he really wasn't, but can I make it seem like he was talking about Drake? <laughs> I mean, you can, but because <laughs> who is his friends? I mean, he got his, you know, uh, what is it, uh, Oliver? And I don't know how to, I don't know. Them yeah, them. I'm not an OVO. Yeah, I don't know. But I, you know what? I, I'm a, Who the fuck is I don't even want to talk. A, I don't even want to talk about Drake this podcast. That sounds like a Drake friend name, Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver North. Oliver, he don't get the fuck out of here. Yeah, oh, man, man. I mean, his mom said something, and I guess in, in his defense about the the beast. It really don't matter what he what she said. It's just the fact that you know that makes two parents now <laughs> that has has said something on his behalf. I, I, I mean, we beating a dead horse now, but it just don't look good yeah. for the boy. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, at this point, I don't want to say nothing else about him. I, we didn't call so much flack, man. To be honest, hey, man. I, I don't want to say. I don't want to talk about Drake no more until his until his album come out. You don't, did you did you watch the video? Yeah, I watched the video. Did, what you think? I didn't care about it. Did you <laughs> Did you watch Degrassi? I never watched one episode of Degrassi. I've never seen one episode, so I don't know. Like, I don't how do know you even I'm... feel about that song? <laughs> that I'm upset, son. Yeah. Were Were you upset? <laughs> nah, I think I play it. I be playing it, trolling, trolling everybody. Every time, so every every time a moment happened, I put it on. <laughs> you know, I want to help him get his his uh, strings up. We so, never going to OVO fest, man. Yeah, we ain't. They ain't gonna never invite us. I play it though all the time. This whole when I was when I was back at home uh, with JD, man, throwing that shit on. We played that shit back to back a hundred times. 
Man, and we was making up our own freestyles about <laughs> everything that was happening in that moment. Were they better than his bars? I mean, that was. I think that was equivalent. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, it went. It went. It went. It went hard. It went hard to get moving on, bro. I'm not. I'm not even going. <laughs> Let you put me in a position to defend Drake, so we gonna move the fuck on. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna move uh, right the fuck on. So I'm say I got a couple of other topics. What about excited for new new music? I think we got Tiana Taylor coming out. Was that my this tonight, ain't it? Tonight. Uh, yeah, sure. Well, I, I have they're doing a listening party, so they probably you know they on some weird shit where it might not come out to. Uh, well, see, Friday. I don't think that's um, not that's not weird to me. Like niggas should have known, bro. Like what Kanye? So the first album that Kanye put out in the streaming era, ever since the streaming era came out, Kanye don't fuck with it. He ain't never been on time. Pablo wasn't on time. Uh, was Daytona on time? Like it wasn't at midnight. Nah, they, none of them came out at midnight. They do the album listening party at night, and then the sun. It ain't gonna come out. It wasn't coming out till like afternoon or the next day. And I can't remember because I, I was in I was on Central Time last week and the week before I was on uh, West Coast Time. Um, so Pacific, I, man, man, you gotta learn you gotta learn your shit, man. You are gonna be living out there, bro. Fuck out of this shit, man. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh. But but yeah, I don't. But I don't think that shit wasn't by design, nigga. Like I think if if fucking Pusha T had his druthers. That shit would have came out at midnight. Yeah, I think. Well, I think that's just what the fans have been coming expected. Expect because we get all the albums at midnight. Everybody well, else Why wouldn't you expect this shit to come out at midnight? Well, that's, that's what everybody that, else doing. That's what they've been doing. So, but I, we don't know when it's really gonna come out. But I am excited. Some kind of interview from uh, uh, Lauren Hill, and so. I mean, and Lauren Hill don't really move me the way she do, but I think that'll be dope. Yeah, so we we'll see. I'm definitely excited about that. I um, think that'll be dope. I man, the only thing that I'm worried about, bro. I, I think so for Kanye to be my favorite fucking rapper, like I show, I'm not really fucking with this nigga right now, man, because everything about these albums has been dope, and I think everything could have been a half a step, maybe even a step doper if. Kanye had been on his shit as far as everything that don't involve producing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, as far as, you know, the, the, the rollouts and um, mixing and mastering and, and his bars and shit like that, like, I feel like he's the the only thing holding these, these projects back. And that shit kind of hurt to say. My stomach hurt right now. <laughs> but I mean, it's just really the. I I think it's the truth. I think every every one of these projects would be better if he would. I don't want to say if he wasn't involved because all the beats have been like amazing. And so I'm wondering if, um, you know, like his influence is gonna be too much for Tiana Taylor, who really don't have like the musical fan base as everybody else had. Like she got a, she got a hell of a following. But I think it's more for, you know, like her, her modeling and, and, you know, especially now her relationship with uh, Iman Shumpert. They got the show and all of that shit. And she got the lipstick and all of that shit. So she do a lot of other stuff. But her music is probably, you know, the one that people don't really 
she probably underrated in her music, and she really, yeah. really dope. And yeah, I just her last, hope that her last you know, album was hard. Yeah, yeah, it was super hard. So you know, I say all of that basically. Say I just hope Kanye don't fuck her shit up. Yeah, we gonna we gonna see. Um, I don't know, Kanye. I don't know. It's just interesting. I'm I'm interested to let all this play out and see how I feel about it like six months from now. Yeah, that's as what I, I'm waiting on. As I go back and kind of listen. Because right now, as we like right into right in it, it's real time. Like, is we ain't having time to like unpack and like sit and like let shit marinate. Like, we just hit with shit every week, which I think is cool. Um, but I'm just interested to see like how I feel, you know, six months from now as I go back and like listen to it, you yeah. know, and revisit revisit this moment. Um, I'm excited for Tiana Taylor, and it's gonna be a different feel because she the first like I guess you would say R and B project out of this pack. And yeah. So, I wonder, I'm interested to see what the sound going to be like. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think every time I've heard, I heard somebody, I can't remember who, but this is another one of those times where, you know, I think Kanye is just kind of not necessarily experimenting, but this is just the way that he's, this is his contribution to to the culture, you know? Yeah. He he always does shit like this. I feel like with every, with every release. And I just feel like, you know, the past two times it hasn't really re- resonated with me. You know, with the whole live album, the living album, I like the concept. I just didn't like the results, you know. Yeah. And I like the concept of, you know, doing, you know, five albums and and uh, or four albums in a month and f- four or five albums in a month and having them all, you know, just kind of be real, real time and right here, right now in the present. Like, I really like the idea. I'm just not liking the results. So, yeah. um, Tiana, Tiana Taylor's album sound pretty good yeah i think it i think it will i don't think she'll disappoint um but we'll we'll have to see how it plays out um and then we also i seen that black black got a new album six lakh yeah six lakh uh i don't know if it's if it's coming out today i mean we can expect that tomorrow or if they just announcing that it's done no, I but think he got a single I'm, coming out tomorrow. Okay. Well, we'll, he, got, we'll, he got a single coming out. I don't know when the album going to be done because he about to go on tour, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, so I, I'm i I'm definitely excited for that project because his last project was crazy. Um, but I hopefully, I just don't want, hopefully he don't do like Bryson Tiller. I feel like he came in and took Bryson Tiller the whole way, but I feel like they, Bryson Tiller, he just... He remind me a lot of Bryson Tiller, and hopefully his team is. Mm, uh, I never thought about that. He came in and swiped swiped up Bryson Tiller whole shit. Bryson Tiller said he was. They let him. They left him in the oven too long, uh, trying to incubate him and stuff. Man, is Bryson Tiller really that good? His first project was hard. Was it? It was hard to me. Yeah, you can't deny that, bro. Yes, I can. It, 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 it shit was hard. It shit went platinum. The it fuck many, I care. It, it ain't many artists that come out out the gate that you ain't never even heard of drop a, drop some shit and then go platinum. You know, just like that. And I, I said with it, I feel like it was it was definitely some songs in there. I don't know how you feel about R&B. Um, and so I don't know if that's why you're saying it, it wasn't good. No, I mean, I don't know how you deny that. No, I, I, I like R&B. I don't... Man, I don't know, bro. That shit was not it. <laughs> that shit wasn't it. I, I, I can't, I can't get behind that, bro. But I think trap, trap soul was definitely hard. Black's first album, uh, what it, 
this his last project yeah. was was definitely hard and I'm excited for the next one. I just hope it ain't a flop or I'm do you think, to think through do you think it'll be well I guess two questions. Do you think it'll be over with? Like do you think it'll be super hard for him to recover if his second joint is a flop or do you think he got like enough of a a, a kind of enough of a grip to where he can kind of put out something less than stellar and still bounce back? Um, I mean, I think he could always bounce back, <laughs> but I don't think it'd be over for him because I feel like a lot of his, I'm just thinking back to his features that he's done. Mm-hmm. He's done some strong features. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure that I've been like super moved by a lot of his features. Uh, but I feel like he he had a strong in between period for in, like period in between his album as far as yeah I like, like I like his features he his feature on um he got a feature on Chatter's major album I think it came out last year that's yeah I, super, think I heard that super, super hard he can I think I think that's him writing all of his shit and so the nigga can he can he can write he can write like a motherfucker um I was just asking that's that because I almost think. That and I guess it's gonna sound like some hater shit for me, but I almost think it's over with for Bryson Tiller. Like he said, he got a new album coming and it's gonna be way better than his second one. Um, and you know he kind of explained how you know a lot of his second album was was bad just because of some some situations beyond his control. He was going through a lot of stuff. I think mentally, emotionally, whatever. And he said his third one is gonna be better, but. Is niggas are niggas checking for a third Bryson Tiller album? I guess that's why I asked with Black. Like, how important is this fucking album? I feel like it's going the the important factor becomes it's going to kind of set a pace for where he's going in his career. Yeah. Now, if he go go into like, if he gonna is it going to launch him into a new stratosphere? I think people like excited about it, but he ain't like solidified yet. Right. And so, a good album. I would say the same about Scissor. Like we didn't know what to expect. Scissor dropped that shit and catapulted her into a whole new, you know, yeah. a whole new fucking space. And I said he got the opportunity to do that with with his new project. Will he deliver? I I don't know, but I don't think that it's gone. He'll still be able to do features and and whatever. I think his career, you know, from a career standpoint, like Bryson. I mean, he still do. He still got features. Um, I would consider his career to be like dead but it's definitely quiet out here no 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 it ain't dead he can still make some money out here but yeah i i don't know niggas gonna i had to grow my hair out because niggas kept calling me fucking bison i don't look like bro (laughs) that's why you don't like his music (laughs) nah Nah, man. Now but you is know, that a truth reveals itself? Nah, you know how I feel about dirty making ass niggas, though, bro. I don't like that shit. I don't. I don't like you singing about how her nigga ain't shit, and you need to come be with me. That's the lamest shit you could do, <laughs> in my opinion. And I, I know it ain't true, but in my book, he made a whole album about that shit. You don't even listen to the words, though. How you go from not listening to the words to listening to the words? Nigga just can't say no, no, no weak shit. <laughs> Basically, shit. How you? It don't matter what he how, say, but he can't say nothing weak. How a nigga that don't even listen to words know that you don't hear saying some bitch ass shit? Like disguise <laughs> that shit or something. Say you gotta disguise it. You know who? Like Young Thug. I don't know what the fuck Young Thug be saying, but you can't tell me he don't be <laughs> saying no bitch ass shit. 
I'm, <laughs> I'm quite sure. Yeah, we don't really know what your thought yeah, we don't he know. Could, he, we, we probably give him a pass for a lot of We shit. don't know. Okay, one more album. Did you hear the Superfly soundtrack? No, I haven't listened to that Ooh, shit. we listen. So I'm I'm really on the soundtrack wave. Like I I don't I, I don't want to say, well, I'm going to give TDE credit for bringing back soundtracks and shit even though that might not be accurate. But I think soundtracks kind of allow niggas to like get in a different bag but i think um i don't know i think human nature just kind of you it's it's a future album right like if you do if it's 13 tracks on the bitch and you got 10 it's a future album right mm-hmm. but you can kind of tell that is is for a soundtrack. I don't know. It's, it's it feels like he got in a different bag. But it hold feels... on, you said it's oh, it's a future. You said future or feature? Future. future. Oh, future. So he the one that like executive produced it, or he yeah, produced... he 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 pretty much pre- is presented by future. I, I think okay. that's what that's what it's being you know labeled as or presented as. But it's essentially what Kendrick did with the with Black Panther. Black Panther. Okay. Um, and future is on like. 10 songs of like the 13 and now I looked on that motherfucker it was, they put like 10 extra songs on it so I don't know how long that joint is but the songs that I saw it was like 13 tracks and he was on 10 of them so it's essentially a new future album and okay. like I said man it's it's future but it's, I think something about it being a soundtrack may I don't know if it forced him or made him want to kind of get into a different bag. And I don't know. It's just, it sounds dope. It's the same old future, but it, I don't know. It just sounds like it was inspired by some different shit. It's, it's super hard. I like it. I want more niggas. I want Hollywood to start fucking with us more on these soundtracks because, like, I think that's going to be the way to get these niggas to actually care about what the fuck they're doing. If, you know... If this was a future project, and I don't know, maybe future not a good example because I fuck with the boy. But, like, I think if this was maybe just a future album or a future project, maybe, you know, he don't put as much care or as much detail into, you know, maybe trying to get everything right or get all his ideas out or make sure everything sounds like he wanted to. But since it's being represented by a whole fucking movie, you know what I'm saying? And this is going to be... Way farther than your fan base, which probably won't because of the movie that it is. But you know, yeah. Um, no, I think I think that's interesting. Just even listening to you say that, I remember, like maybe I don't know what the first movie soundtrack I listened to. I vividly remember the Suicide Squad soundtrack. Right, right. Um, and I know Fast and Furious did some. I know Kevin Hart did a soundtrack. He might have did a soundtrack to his. To his uh, actual comedy show, yeah, I remember uh, he did some kind of. But I think that's interesting because you think about brands now. We talk, we had all this talk about brands partnering with artists mm-hmm. or partnering with creators. I think that's a whole new. I was reading this book called Hit Brands, and it talked about how brands now they're gonna license music or they're gonna pay the artists to actually make music versus like licensing it. Yeah, exactly. And so now that's the whole new way because they want to own the rights to the to this music. And so that's a whole nother bag mm-hmm. that these artists are going to be able to start getting. And they want it to be like specifically from a certain artist's voice like Kendrick Lamar uh, because it is or a future because of the what the style of the movie is. Exactly. Um, and then the budgets. I think the cool thing about it, why you even, as I'm listening to you, when you say 
you know, he might have put in a little bit more love a detail to it. Just I think that the budget for something like a project, yeah, uh, a music yeah. project like that is just bigger. Like whereas if I'm like I think who is it? Even Pusha T was saying, and I think I heard Vince Staples say it. But Vince Staples said, "Man, that don't cost me nothing. I only pay like five thousand dollars to make my album." Yeah. But Pusha T said, "I know how to make the you know make an album real for cheap." You know, because I want to keep all my money on the back end. Mm-hmm. When they doing uh, something like this, nigga, is the budget is probably crazy. <laughs> exactly. Know? For them yeah. to put it together, so they can bring in all kind of stuff. Yeah, that more, they more research, take the more time. resources and shit. Yeah, they wouldn't take the time to do, and so it's why you, I think you'll hear the expand, the sound expanding, the the visual aspect of it. Right. I don't know if they're gonna drop no videos to to some of the music on there, but um. I think that that's definitely interesting. I'm, I'm gonna have to go and listen to it. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I, I, I really like it. I wasn't expecting much from it just because I like, I think I've been just kind of conditioned. I'm not, and I'm pretty sure I'm not alone, but you hear a soundtrack and it's just like, eh, you, you know what? When I hear a soundtrack, nigga, I think of a fucking DJ Khaled album. I have the <laughs> same response. Like, eh, I don't hear that shit. It's probably gonna have some joints on it though. But nah, I mean, it was. Like I said, it's a it's a future album. So if you know niggas don't like it, like okay, I, I don't want to hype it up too much. But I like it. I I can, I feel like I can hear, you know, uh, a a different inspiration or a different type of effort. I don't I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's it's hard. I like it. Definitely. Uh, let's see what else we got to cover. Your no. boy. Uh, who was that? Uncle Drew, man. Uh, yeah, I did see that. That was him releasing that uh that apology. Well, he released some kind of statement on behalf of Kalani. He had a picture with her, and I'm not sure how recent that picture was. Uh, but he kind of, you know, took some time to address a lot of the stuff because he had been silent on it. I guess was that how many years ago was that now? Man, like three. Two or three years, yeah, uh, nope. yeah. What? Well, and I don't even at this point, I don't even remember what actually happened. I can't remember. If, she cheated on my nigga, man. With a uh, party next door, yeah. was, somebody was in the hospital. He, I think he was hurt. Who was hurt? I think, I think Kyrie was hurt. Nah, but I think they said she was in the hospital with somebody. Nah, well, somebody I was at the hospital with her. I don't know. I know. Did she? I, she did she attempt like suicide or something? She did it after. That was that was afterwards. That was that party. His door was at the hospital. Yeah. Okay. That's well, really some shit like that. I don't know. I think if I remember correctly, Kyrie was hurt or whatever. Maybe he wasn't hurt, but yeah, they was together and shit. He started posting it all on Instagram and all this shit, and she went back to her old nigga. <laughs> she went back to party next door, and shit. The internet. Did internet shit? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they they you know, and I don't know no details, but shit, if it's on the internet, it gotta be true. Yeah, well, man. So she, so she cheated on my nigga, and he basically decided that he was tired. After two years, he finally got tired of niggas talking shit about it because that really did ruin. It ruined her reputation, though. On a serious note, it ruined her reputation because a nigga like me. She cheated on Kyrie. Like I don't know shit about it except she cheated on Kyrie, and she don't, she don't look that well to me no more. <laughs> Cause of that, cause, cause of her actions. Cause of her actions. <laughs> How the fuck could you cheat on Kyrie or anything like that, man? Nah, that's crazy. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know much about uh, Kalani. I mean, I listen to, I listen to her first project. I listen. I mean, I listen to her. I will listen to her music when it comes out. Yeah, um, I'm not really a fan, but I, I don't. 
her I don't know that I'm a big the biggest fan of her sound. But you know what you're gonna get from her. Uh, I ain't gonna take nothing away from her. That whole thing was kind of interesting. Um, and then you know, recently I seen she came out as like I don't even. It, maybe it wasn't even. That was probably Janelle Monae that said she was pansexual. Um, Everybody she knows said, she's "Yeah, but she, you know, they coming up with all these different terms now. It's pansexual. It's, it's gay, uh, man. And all of she it said, that she said like, that she was none. <laughs> she said that she was non-binary. <laughs> it was so crazy, shit, bro. Non-binary. None. I, I had to go back to it. I don't want to misquote it, but she said something basically that she had. She ain't attracted to. She is the least attracted to straight men. She attracted to bisexual men and women and people who don't identify with no sexuality and some other shit. Yeah, and, and Kyrie was, apologized to that shit. <laughs> she didn't even like that nigga, man. She ain't like him because he was He said they best friends. He said they best friends. That's why he's a fucking dweeb. So is you taking up for Kyrie or not? I, I can't tell. <laughs> I not I was, but the punchline was he'll fucking do it because after all of that shit, and he decided three years later that he gonna go and apologize to her for cheating on him. Well, we don't know the whole story, man. Yes, so, we do. Well, it's because it was on the internet, <laughs> but we all know the real story. Okay, well, oh, th- that's my point, bro. Okay. So right. why why, why so apologize? If, if we don't know the real story, we shouldn't know the real story. Don't give a real apology to a story to, that we don't even know what really happened. Yeah, to a story that we don't even I'm really know what happened. So I'm like you, now. you on the internet, nigga, she cheated on you. <laughs> <laughs> and you apologize on the internet. But you we don't know what really happened. So what is he apologizing for? Yeah. He's he so He's coming from the perspective of all of his fans were trashing her, and it was like causing a lot of problems, like in her life and all this different type of shit. And I don't give a fuck, because <laughs> if it was the other way around, what 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 would we be saying? Or oh, not us, but what would women be saying? He ain't shit. He ain't shit. Just like the rest of these niggas. No, exactly. So no. I'm just giving her what she deserves. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that she deserved. <laughs> I'm not saying that she deserved that internet treatment, but I'm saying that she not above it. Like, mm-hmm. if whether she cheated or not, that's the story that got out. Now, between y'all, if y'all know that ain't really what what fucking happened, then just ignore it. Like, you can't mm-hmm. be so fucking weak that you you keep getting on the internet and people just say, "Ah, oh, you ain't shit" because you cheated on Kyrie. Like, you can't let that get to you, especially if it ain't happened. Like. You just can't be that fucking weak. I'm I'm sorry. That ain't how the internet works. Well, get off. <laughs> yeah, I'll, um, I don't really have a lot more about that because I I don't know enough, enough of the story to to really delve into it. I see her doing a new app and doing a lot of stuff for mental health awareness. So I'm I'm just gonna yeah, wish, her the, wish her the wish her the best. Yeah, I think she, she does though. She. I think she does a lot of dope stuff like that. Uh, I, I'm from the outside looking in because, like, I don't really follow her that much. It seemed like she may have dealt with like some mental health issues or some uh, maybe depression, or she she knows somebody that was close to her that affect that affected them in their way. Like, she's close to that in some way. So I always seeing her 
you know, I'm always seeing her, you know, being an advocate for that type of stuff. So that's dope, you know. But at the same time, I don't know, bro. You you can't just be doing that, man. Not not Kyrie. She gotta bro. she gotta get all the internet smoke. Yeah, you gotta you gotta catch this internet smoke and just understand that that's just what it is, bro. <laughs> like it's just what it is, right or wrong. Like fuck it, bro. It just is what it is. As long as I feel like as long as him and her got to understand that they they should be good. Yeah. Um. So we approaching like the shit. We coming up on the two hour mark. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I don't, I don't really have much. I got the, I guess what I got left is Kawhi Leonard. I don't even know. I know I spelled that nigga name wrong. <laughs> oh my god! I butchered that, but I ain't never claimed to be a good speller. I ain't never won a spelling bee. Um, you sure the fuck have not? But, but yeah, he, he um, apparently he requested to be traded from the Spurs, and I know that him and Pop Pop sit down and supposed to admit out here in uh, L.A. Um, yeah, he want to come the out there. Day, the other day, but it, I think, I don't know. So it's just interesting dynamic. People thought that he was going to be, you know, that just got shit buzzing. And so now we're just trying to figure out, you know, where everybody going to land. I feel like if, if, if Kawhi is free and LeBron is free and all these people, they got to figure out, niggas got to be having conversations to figure out how to link up. They got Can't to any bro. combination of these people actually beat the Warriors. Yeah, hell yeah. LeBron and anybody that's rated at least an eighty-eight on two K can beat the Warriors. <laughs> what? Was, he was, beat them niggas by himself. What's what's what's, uh, what's what's Kevin Love rating? Not no fucking eighty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> he not, he not up there. I'm sorry, he don't qualify. Okay. Nah, but I need I need for LeBron to just get one person, bro. That's that's competent mentally and physically, and and we might we might have a situation where LeBron can you know really really put some put some more distance or close some of this gap between him and Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. But he beat he beat the Warriors by himself. They didn't have Kevin Durant, and I know that's a huge piece. But mm-hmm. he beat them niggas by himself. Yeah. Um, I mean Kyrie hit the shot, so I don't, I mean I don't want to. Definitely don't want to discredit my dog. Uh, but LeBron did most of the heavy lifting, and Kyrie yeah. just knocked them niggas out. So I think if LeBron get just one, one motherfucker. So you, I need one, you think you need one piece? Nah, nah. Okay, okay let me let me stop tripping. I, I only think he needs one piece to, uh, you know, to compete with them niggas. I don't think that – he gonna beat him with just one piece. He 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 probably need he probably need two. So you think? I mean, what does? But a, I think what does a, a team with Kawhi, maybe potentially PG, look like? Well, should LeBron just go to? I don't think know, he needs to go. Does he fit better with the Rockets, or should he be assembling a team with the, you know, the free agents? Maybe Kyrie will go and make a play with him in another place. Boy, everything you said was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all. I don't think he needs to try to team up with Ka- Kawhi and Paul George because, God, God damn, how many small forwards do you need? Yeah, this, so, the team just look weird. Maybe one, of, maybe one of them and then somebody else. I don't think he needs to go to Houston because all three of them niggas need the ball. And, I mean, James Harden and Chris Paul figured out how to work together, you know, being both ball dominant, but it's just, it's just not going to work like that. 
Um, and I know there was reports about LeBron definitely wanted to play more off the ball next year. Yeah. But him wanting to do that, him actually being able to do that is two totally different things. So I don't think him going to Houston is really the best move. Plus, if he go to Houston, in order to make enough space, he's going to have to get rid of all the shooters. And then the only shooter you got on your fucking team is James Harden. Yeah, that don't seem like a bit. Yeah, so he don't need to go there. Um, the only thing that I can see, and I don't necessarily know what team. I mean, maybe if he go to to Philly, that might work because they got enough money to bring in a yeah, former player. They can make they, got, they can make that work. And I think, and I don't even think if I'm Philly, I don't even try to go after two big big time players. I just try to go get one one of them niggas and some more shooting. Um, so shit, like you might be able to just put Paul George or Kawhi Leonard in there, and then like that's how you need shit running back, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but they ain't gonna help them beat the Warriors though. No, nah, you ain't gonna beat the Warriors, but then you'll get you go you'll get there. Nah, I think niggas is trying to win, man. I don't know what I don't know why they doing it if they ain't trying to win. First time out, you nobody beating the Warriors. The, the <laughs> like the rules and the way the salary cap and the way all the niggas did all that dumbass spending two years ago, that shit not happening, bro. It's not happening. Nobody beating the Warriors, so hang that shit up. Like we talking about who coming in second? Oh, right, well, that ain't even a conversation. See, that's the only thing we can talk about when it comes to basketball. <laughs> that. Like because I don't think like everybody's excited about this offseason because the last two offseasons in the NBA have been cracking. But I don't think it's gonna be all that. I think the biggest story is gonna be, you know, wherever LeBron decides to go. And I think um well the biggest story is gonna be wherever LeBron decides to go and whoever go plays with him and then wherever Kawhi ends up going. I think that there's a big chance that LeBron well, I ain't going to say a big chance, but I think there's a chance that that nigga stays in Cleveland. Like, I feel like he going to talk somebody into coming. Um, I know Kawhi only got one year left on his deal. I think it's not really, you know, unfathomable. Is is that a word? Fuck it. I don't think it's beyond <laughs> the realm of possibility to see Kawhi going to Cleveland and because Kawhi be a free agent next year as well. And he already mm-hmm. said that he not signing long-term nowhere. Why not go to Cleveland and, like, you know, try to win? Yeah. I mean, it's going we'll to we go see how it play out. So I don't know who's going to go where. I'm just hoping that, you know, somebody laying on my squad. Man, see, the only thing about Oklahoma City, bro, is that it's fucking Oklahoma City. Man, these men, these folks making millions and millions. I knew of you. I knew you was about to it. say that shit, bro. If I can make millions and millions of dollars and live in fucking Chicago as opposed to Oklahoma City, I would. Maybe, but I'm saying they traveling what? Shit, nine months out the year playing basketball. Shit, so how much? How much? How much money would 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 you have to accept to not call Oklahoma City home? I mean, I don't have no interest in staying there, my dad. So, but <laughs> you know, I want to see my team be successful. Yeah, man, I think y'all best bet is realistically, what's gonna happen is y'all still got a chance to get free agents because Russ there. But 
after Russ is over with, y'all best bet is to get lucky in the draft and have somebody pan out. Or if Russ don't if Russ don't win a ring and his next contract after this two hundred mil over with, trade him and see what y'all can get for him. And that's gonna I mean, that's your only hope. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, once Russ gone, I'm gonna do like I'm gonna pull a number out try bag. I'm just gonna pack my shit if it goes to Yeah, the bro. Like why yeah. bro, listen, once D once D Wade left, like no what the fuck am I gonna be loyal to Miami for? If they wasn't loyal to D Wade, they don't give a fuck about me. I'm about to go where the niggas was winning. Come to the good side where, you know, me and Kevin Durant and Steph Curry, we over here chilling <laughs> in the winter circle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I mean. that's what I'm gonna do as soon as it's hard. It's too hard to be a loyal fan. I'm gonna have to just go with whoever winning. The loyalty played out. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck all this shit. <laughs> well, yeah, man. I think um, <clears throat> pretty much it, except for uh, oh, you <laughs> did you see the article about Uber? Yeah, I saw that. That's why I had that as something to potentially talk I about. I didn't read the article, but the headline, the headline was just enough. the headline was enough. I I didn't read the article. They just said that they have a new software to detect whether you're drunk and they're going to be refusing drunk people taking them home. And I was like, they got to be the stupidest shit I've heard. Yeah. I don't know, bro. It seems like Uber is just trying to see how much they, how much bullshit they get away with. You know, like, well, I mean, this I ain't understand. the first time they did some stupid shit. Yeah, I don't understand, like, what kind of liabilities come with, like, having drunk people in somebody's car or, you know, they turn, I mean, I understand that part. And I don't know what the liabilities or why they would do something like that. But it seems to me like they should be using their technology to find drunk people to take them home. <laughs> I mean, right? To like, keep, the street, keep the streets safe. Not to not. Where the fuck they going to go? How they going to get home? Yeah, that. I mean, that's the stupidest shit ever. And also, like, you remember when they did the shit where they left your location running, like, five minutes after... uh. Your ride was uh, over yeah. with. So they can see they, everywhere you went. Yeah, to make sure that you got home safe or some stupid shit like that. Mm. Well, yeah, that was that was a that was a data grab though, because they was using that. They can track your location like five minutes before and five minutes after. So they using that as like data to, to understand where you're moving around to, what places you're going to. Um and they can using that as some data on the back end for to do whatever else they're gonna do. Yeah, them niggas they pushing it. But that's the thing. This shit like the Wild Wild West, bro. When you get into the internet shit, it's all kind of shit that niggas is doing. It ain't no regulations for it. It just until somebody discover it, and then you know, the government get involved. Otherwise, all these apps are doing all kind of weird shit behind the scene because they creating this shit. It ain't nobody to tell them not to do it. I can't so, imagine leaving ecstasy fucked up at four o'clock in the morning. And my Uber saying, "Nah, bro." Yeah, that's so. What, what then? What you gonna do? You gonna I'm going back in X. <laughs> you gotta go back in there for a minute, huh? Do that, <laughs> do it stay open 24 hours? Hell no, I'm gonna catch a ride with one of them. Stand there you uh, sober up. I'm gonna stay in there and catch a ride with one of them. <laughs> Where y'all going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but they don't know. Uh, yeah, they gotta, they deserve Dougie of the day. I wonder. If Charlotte man gave them donkey yesterday for the 